My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Who's ready to go? Amen. Up. Amen. Did you read it? Amen, my brother. My brother say, I'm, I'm going up. I'm going up. Amen. If you read the description, if you're on Facebook, if you read the description, it says the key word is up. So we're going to get into that teaching, praise God. And our sister who was singing, praise God, I'm ready to go. And our brother that was playing on the stringed instruments, I trust that at home you were able to join in, those who are in front of me as well. Amen. Able to join in with this song of rejoicing. Praise God as we look forward to the hope which lieth within us. Christ in you is that hope. Amen. This is what Paul wrote to the Colossians. In his, the, the church in his days says, Christ in you is the hope of glory. And when we're talking about going up, I'm not talking about going up a mountain. I'm not talking about going up in an airplane. I'm talking about, amen, where Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. Praise God. The Bible said that he is coming back for us. Praise God. And that's the message we put up on our billboards, on the trailer that's parked in front of the church with the people walking by. It says, get ready. Amen. Be ready for the return of Jesus Christ. So someone thought they were so smart this week on our French page on the Facebook. They said, I'm, I, would, I, would rather, I would rather have the return of Guy Lafleur. So I wrote back saying, Guy Lafleur did not die for your sins. And Guy Lafleur did not die for my sins. So you're waiting for somebody that's not going to be of much help when it comes right down to it. Amen. We need Jesus Christ and nobody else. I don't care if it's Guy Lafleur or if it's Gordie Howe or if it's Mohammed or whatever other hockey player that we can try to remember. Frank Mahovlich, because I got his autograph one time. He was sitting behind me on the airplane. That's about all. I know. Amen. But it's not Frank. It's not Guy. Amen. It's not Gordy. It's not Bobby. It's Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. So at home, I trust that you agree. Because in the next few minutes, I'm going to spend time on Christ and Him crucified. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. The queen, the prime minister, the president, it doesn't really matter. Amen. People are, you know, they'll stand in line waiting for hours and hours. Amen. Where's people in, in line or if you would, you know, saying, I got to read my Bible. I got to hurry up home to read my Bible. Amen. People say, I got to hurry up home to catch my program. Amen. You're being programmed. That's all right. Amen. You're programmed. I mean, that's for sure. Your program is programming you. I mean, it's not all right, but I'm saying that's, that's what's happening. That's what I meant to say. Amen. So you need to be programmed this way. 
Praise God. Amen. Get programmed. Have, you, have the mind which was also in Christ. Amen. People are worried. They say, I don't want my children to listen to you or my children. They'll, they'll, have their, they'll be brainwashed. Well, if they don't get washed with this, they'll be washed with something else. Amen. We're to, we're, uh, according to whoever's sitting in Belgium and whatever summits and world affairs and whatever they put together, there's 300 people that's going to make decisions for the 8 billion. So, the, so there's 8 billion less 300. We're too naive or too stupid or too ignorant. The, the endless, uh, what do they call us, mindless eaters, you know, to make up our own minds. So they're going to, so you don't, you don't want to be washed by Jesus Christ. You're going to get washed by something else. And then you'll spend, you'll, you'll spend enough time in eternity sitting there regretting that decision, saying, oh, man, hell is real. Amen. So I didn't mean to start preaching. Sorry to interrupt the happy, joyous songs of revival. Amen. But come out. I'm still under the anointing from preaching in the French. So here you go. Amen. I, I think I had 14 minutes to reset, according to my wife, who said, get back there and get ready for English. So I'm still, amen. I'm speaking the right language. YouTube and Facebook, we're both good. Amen. We're both good on and uh, godly.tv if you're listening. Amen. This week, I saw there's some people listening. I don't know who it is, but I thank God. Amen. Whatever social platform you're listening to, my name is Lincoln. Welcome, amen, to the house of God here in Montreal. And we're going to continue preaching. We're going to continue reading the word of God. Help me to evangelize, if you would, help me to sow the seed which comes from God. Amen. This is not religion. This is not some kind of routine or some kind of mass uh, or people that have got together for a, uh, an assembly of sorts. Hallelujah. I'm here to talk about Jesus. Praise God. And we're going to open our windows and open up our 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 doors so that people can receive and people can hear truth. Amen. And that, it, that truth is Jesus Christ. Amen. So that people can hear the, the, a, a, a word that will save them and a word that will be a difference for the good of their souls. Hallelujah. Praise God. As I dismiss the, our French congregation, I, I thank God I sent them home. And we're going to read some scriptures. Praise God. That's going to give us the enlightenment. That's going to give us the direction. That's going to strengthen our souls, our hearts, and our minds to sit there and say, way back, we did some reading from page one in our Bibles. Amen. And when we, in French, so when we do this in English, we're going to read saying, we're right, right from the beginning. Can someone say the beginning? Amen. Where it all started. Amen. We can sit there and you open up the, the first page, you begin to read, say, this was God's design. This was God's purpose. This was God's way. Amen. Now, after that, the devil showed up and he tried to, you know, and he's, he's actually doing a pretty good job. He tried to destroy it and tried to wreck it. And, and that he did. He did cause enough damage. But I thank God today that God's, uh, his way, his, his approach, I mean, he's creator. He's the creation. And what God started, praise God, it's still in effect Amen. What God has begun, as I said, page one in your Bible. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what demon, it doesn't matter what devil that will come and try to change things. Or tra God doesn't change. His word doesn't change. He's my master. He's my creator. And I thank God that we can fall in place. We can fall in line with him. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. And this is what we, this is what we can come into the house of God. And this is what we can gather together. Everyone listening. Praise God. Hallelujah. Whatever social media platform you're listening on. Amen. Share this link so other people can hear what you, what you are what, what we are here for, what we have come for. The Bible says to enter his gates with praise, to come through his courts with thanksgiving. I thank God we have done that, to praise him with the organs, to praise him on the stringed instruments. Praise God. Some of you have come from a few miles. Amen. Welcome, praise God. Hallelujah to be within our presence today. And some of you are listening from wherever you're listening from. Again, I welcome you. Praise God. I read something. We started the French program, and I read from Psalm 42. It says, as the heart, which is an old King James version word for deer in Psalm 42. This is not a Psalm of David. It's a Psalm from the sons of Korah. As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? He asks a question. Someone can say, now. Amen. You're here now. Praise God. When shall I come? Well, I'm here. Amen. Here I am, God. What have you got for me? Praise God. The promises we looked at for the past two, three weeks, we looked at the promises of God in, in him. They are yea and amen. Someone say yea. Someone say amen. Now, everyone say in him. Not in religion. Not in my church. In him. Amen. Someone say in him. The promises of God in him. Some people think, they say, it's all about the religion. No, it's not. It's all about God. Religion was made by man. So it doesn't matter what name you put on it. I mean, someone called me and they tried to pigeonhole. They said, are you Catholic? No. Well, okay, that ruled out Catholicism. And they said, well, what kind of church are you? I said, I can't really put a name on it so that you can try to, to uh, or I can simplify the way you want to class, you know, classify or pigeonhole or or associate yourself with your understanding. I said, there's only one name I can give you, and that is Jesus Christ. Because when you read the Bible, whether you have the Old Testament or the New Testament, it's Jesus Christ. Hey, man. Talking to my Jewish friend this week, who, who's very well versed in his, in his Quran, in the, in the Korah, rather, Torah, rather, in the, in the Old Testament. And I said, you know, when you read all these prophecies, it all points to Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, there is that. Amen. I quoted some scripture from the book of Revelation. I said, you've read that, right? He says, yeah, I've read Revelation. So I said, you know who's coming? Jesus Christ, Messiah. Amen. He's already come, but he's returning, the Bible says. Amen. So why should we put any other name? And sometimes I'm quick to mention names. And this afternoon when I was mentioning names, I said, take the name off the front of this building. Same thing. Amen. Those type of names are categorically used for lawyers and bank managers and corporations. But for my salvation, it's not what's on the front of this church. It's Jesus Christ. Someone say Jesus Christ. Amen. For my salvation, it is Jesus Christ who died. Not Gila Fleur. Jesus Christ. Amen. So I don't know if that gentleman got the message. He wrote on our Facebook page. He, he, would, he would rather see the return of Gila Fleur. Well, he hasn't scored a goal in years. Amen. So that's not going to do any good for our hockey team or whatever hockey team it was on. Amen. Jesus Christ and him crucified. Praise God. Let's come together this afternoon. I thank God if you're, as I read here in Psalm, when you read what, what the, the writer of this Psalm wrote, he says, my soul, someone say my soul. 
Amen. My soul is thirsty. My soul is hungry. You've come to the right place because Jesus said, if any man thirst, if any woman be thirsty, he says, come unto me and I will give. We have a savior that gives. Can someone say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm getting ready to pray. So put your hands up. We have a savior who gives. A Savior who provides. Amen. A Savior who will supply. And I thank God for that today. Praise God. Amen. That blessing. He says, my soul thirsteth for God. For the living God. Hallelujah. My God is not dead. Amen. But he is alive. And he's, I thank God tonight. Praise God. His son that he sent, Jesus Christ. Jesus says, I will come. I will make my abode with you. And he says, my father will come with me. Praise God. And I thank God today, praise God, that we can have that blessing. Hallelujah. To be found together, to be brought together in his presence. Praise God. The promises of God. Jesus made this promise. He says, where there are two or three gathered together in my name, Jesus says, I will be there. Praise God. Amen. I will be found amongst them. Praise God. And I thank God today that as we have come together, praise God. Again, lifting up Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Are your hands up? I want you to look up from whence cometh your help. The Bible says, my help cometh from the Lord. And I thank God today, praise God, when we, when we look around us and we can see, you know, the economy crumbling, we can see the whatever else that goes with it because the economy is important and then we can see you know our 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 schools you know their their philosophies their the ideology of the educational system it's crumbling you've been wondering what to do with young children or your grandchildren or your own children if they are young praise god my help cometh from the lord hallelujah praise god and this is how i'm going to pray my father in heaven hallowed be thy name. I thank God today we have a holy name to call upon. We have a holy name to go to. Amen. Some, not a name that's been defiled, not a name that's been messed up over the years, but I thank God today, praise God, that we have a name, praise God, which is hallowed. It's sanctified. It is holy unto all of us today. And I thank God as we come to you through your son, Jesus Christ, there was no other way until you made a way for you. So love this world that you gave your only begotten son that whosoever believeth upon him shall not perish. Lord, I take, I take that promise, praise God, to heart. I pray that my brothers and sisters listening as well today will have even those very words. Praise God. Shall not perish because of Jesus Christ. Shall not perish because of him crucified. Shall not perish because of the work which was wrought on Calvary. Lord, I thank God for that blessing which we do have today. My Father in heaven, it comes from you. Praise God. It is your love. Praise God. It is your very intention from the start. Praise God. I thank God for the word which we have today. As we get ready to receive, as we get ready to open up our books, as we get ready to read, praise God. Spirit of the living God, what you have to say unto the church today, speak unto us. Praise God. Open our ears that they may hear. Amen. Our eyes that they may see and our hearts that may they may perceive or they may receive. Praise God. We need to have the perception, praise God, from your spirit. I thank God today. This is the spirit of the Lord speaking unto the church. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And I thank God today, praise God, that that liberty belongs to my brothers and sisters, every one of us today. We will not fall short. There's a reason why we're hearing these words which are being spoken today. I pray my lips will be anointed. The words coming out of my mouth, amen, will be spoken in excellence to uplift and to glorify, to further the kingdom of God. 
Hallelujah. As we speak of Jesus Christ and him crucified, as we make known unto the world, amen, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. And I thank God today, praise God, to whomsoever who believes. And I thank God for the believers today. I thank God for this gospel today. I thank God if the gospel of Christ. Praise God. The word that we have, the word which is spoken unto us. Lord, the message which we are about to receive, I pray that it will be a blessing unto my brothers and sisters. I will pray that it be a blessing to all those, to everyone today. Tune in. Praise God. Whether they be listening to the live stream or they listen to this in replay mode, it will be a blessing. Praise God. A blessing to our souls. It will be a blessing to our health. As our souls prosper, our health prospers. In Jesus' name, praise God. So I don't mind, amen, my soul being on the increase, my faith being on the increase today. It's going to be good for my health. It's going to be good, amen, for my, for, for, for everything that I touch, for everything that I have received from you, praise God. I thank God today. For the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I thank God today, Lord, I pray that this testimony that I have this afternoon, this, it belongs to every single person in front of me, every single person listening today, that we will be able to say the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Praise God. Everyone listening at home, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. I shall not want because the Lord is my shepherd. Praise God. Jesus Christ is the good shepherd. Jesus Christ is the great shepherd. Jesus Christ is the returning shepherd. And because Jesus Christ is the shepherd who knows his sheep, I thank God today we will hear his voice. No other voice will we follow today, praise God, because we are sheep of his pastor. We can go in and we can come out and yet be blessed, praise God, today, praise God. Not only sheep of his pastor, but knowing that God is our God, praise God, and we are his people today, Lord. I pray that you will inhabit the praises of your people as you did the Israelites way back then. But today, your sons and daughters who are washed in the blood, redeemed because of, a, you know, they have the received the atonement of the blood of Jesus Christ, which was shed today, Lord. And as we praise you, as we glorify you, I thank God today you will inhabit the praises of your people for the joy of the Lord is our strength, Lord. And I thank God today, praise God, that we can do those things which are pleasing in your sight, that there is joy today in heaven. The angels rejoice. Hallelujah, because souls today will come they will confess. They will say, God, you know what? I'm sick and tired of living in sin. I'm sick and tired of being rebellious. Lord, today is the day, praise God, of salvation. Our Lord, I come to you. Wash me. Make me clean. Make me whole. Give me a life that will be victorious. Set my feet on a way, on a direction which leadeth unto life. Thank God today for someone, somewhere, praying this. Praise God. In front of me, online, in the name of Jesus, today, during the replay, thank God for this technology. It puts the message out. But Lord, I thank God for every single person in front of me today, this afternoon, praise God. The efforts which were made to be here, the distance that was traveled, Lord, I thank God today, praise God, that we didn't move in vain. We made a choice and we chose that one needful thing, that one thing that was required as that woman sat at the feet of Jesus Christ and bare testimony unto us today that Jesus said she chose what was necessary. She chose what was needful for the good of our souls today, for the saving of our souls. Lord, I pray this message will be a blessing to every single person within, within with listening to me that can hear me today. I'm giving you all the praise and I'm giving you all the glory for these things that I ask for, knowing, praise God, as I say, Thank you, knowing, praise God, by faith, it is done. As, I've, as I have asked, praise God, I know 
Praise God. I shall see it come to pass right now. Signs and wonders following. Healing and deliverance. Praise God. Our faith. Amen. That is being improved upon. That is growing. In the name of Jesus. Souls being added to the kingdom of God, Lord. I thank God today. Praise God. It belongs. Amen. This blessing belongs to our brothers and sisters, but it's because of you and because of Jesus Christ, your son, which you sent. The word of God, which we have in our hands today. All the praise. All the glory, all the honor goes to you today. In Jesus' name I pray. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Keep your hands up. Praise God. Amen. I've done my part. Now you can join in. Feel free. Someone say thank you, Jesus. Praise God for the blessing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Amen. I'm not wanting. There's nothing missing. The Lord is my Savior. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for giving me life. His name is Jesus Christ at home. Praise God. Amen. We're not done. Amen. We're still here to glorify God. It started with the organs and the stringed instruments. And now, praise God, it's the fruit of your lips. Praise God. Move your tongue, the Bible says. The power that your tongue has is life or death. Begin to speak life. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. That I'm in your presence. Thank you, Jesus, that there's a preacher getting ready to preach unto me words of spirit and of life. Amen. A message that will strengthen me and encourage me to keep running with patience. Patience, the race which is set before me to lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset. I'm surrounded by it, but I thank God, amen, I'm not, it's not in me. It may be out there, but it's not in me, Lord, so that I can run with patience the race. Hallelujah. Today, praise God. Praise his holy name. Praise God. Hallelujah. At home, amen, say it. And believe it. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name as we give God praise. Hallelujah. Praise him. The Bible says all the inhabitants of the land, we've got to be doing, we got to be praising, blessing God. Hallelujah. Amen. This is what we were made for in his image. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus, when I think of his goodness and all that he has done for me, my very soul cries out. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you're just, if you're just joining with me, praise God. Get my... I read from Psalm 42, and I'll, wear, I'll read it again. It bears repeating. Where the writer wrote, he says, my soul, the second verse, my soul thirsteth for God, for the living God... Amen. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before him? Well, here I am today. Hallelujah. At home, are you with me? Praise God. As we come together, amen, are you with me? So that we can have this one mind. Praise God. It's important. As I get into the message, you're going to find out why this is important. Praise God. We have this one direction. We have this one way. Praise God. His name is. Praise God. As we get ready to enter into life. Hallelujah. Praise God. If your hands are still up, amen, 10 seconds, I'll give you, with all your efforts, say thank you, Jesus. All the days of my life. Praise God. Thank God for your word. Amen. Thank God. Amen. It's Sunday. Hallelujah. Somebody wrote me at, I don't know what time it was. It was like 7 o'clock my time. must have been 5 o'clock his time or something around there. And he goes, it's Sunday. Yes, it is. Amen. I got a text. It's Sunday. Yes, it is. Thank God for Sunday. Praise God. That we realize 
Amen. To make the choice for that one and needful thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's Sunday. Get ready for the Word of God. Hallelujah. If you need to sit, I'll stand. You guys can sit. So when you, before you sit, make sure you have a Bible in your hands. I insist on that. It's important. So get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. We're going to begin reading. Praise God. So find a place that's comfortable. For the next few minutes, we're going to get into the Word of God. We're going to read. We're going to feed our souls. Because someone say, I'm thirsty. Amen. If you're thirsty, you've come to the right place. Praise God. So do that. Praise God in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Of my life, I'm thankful, thankful, oh thankful, oh thankful, thankful all the days of my life. One more time, praise God. At home, be thankful, amen. Thankful, thankful, thankful all the days. Hallelujah. Oh, thankful, thankful, oh, thankful. One more time, because we got to say thank you, Jesus. Well, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you all the days. Sing it at home and rejoice when you do. Thank you, Jesus. Well, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you all the days. Sing that last line. Well, thank you all the days. Hallelujah. Thankful all the days. Praise God. This is the day which the Lord hath made. All the day. Thank you all the day long. Thank you all the day. Thank you all the day. Thank you all the day of my life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you all the days. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you all the days of my life. One last time. All the days. In all things, giving thanks. Hallelujah. Amen. Just before you're seated or if you're already sitting down, it's all right. Just say thank you. Praise God. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for coming. Praise God. Amen. Good to see you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And everyone at home, the same thing. Praise God. I thank God that you have taken the time out of busy schedules and beautiful weather. Some of us have been anxious for spring. Some of us have been anxious for the Amen. For well, for summer. Hang on for a minute. We're just, we're just. Spring just showed up. 
Amen. I'm anxious for summer too, but just, amen. Well, let's give spring a chance, amen, for the blossoms and the blooms. But yes, praise God for summer. Hallelujah. To be just right around the corner. Uh, for us anyways, this is a live stream from Montreal. So where are there, bring it down a little bit more. The live stream from Montreal. So wherever you happen to be listening up for us, all the white stuff is gone and we're beginning to see some of the blossoms. Praise God. I think this week I'm going to have to mow the lawn. So that's a good sign. Amen. You got to figure out, get the lawnmower out of storage and check the oil and put some fresh gas and cross your fingers that it starts because it's like minus 24 years old, 25 years old. I think it's a quarter century, but it worked last year. So, well, like I said, that's, it's a good time. It's a good sign. Praise God. But we still need to take time out for God. Amen. I know today it may be as, I don't know, I think you can trace this back to Constantine about 400 years after Jesus left and they decided to make a day to celebrate moms. And so today people are busy doing that. And, um, but we just got finished, we just finished singing, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. Praise God. Thank you. If you have a holy mom, you better be thankful. Amen. A dozen roses, not quite enough. If you have a holy mom, a biblical mom that raised you in the Bible, that gave you God's word, praise God. I, th I am thankful for that. But my holy mom is because of Jesus Christ, praise God. And above, as we read the scriptures, above all, praise God. So we take, amen, take it. If you have a holy mom, it should be Mother's Day every day. Put it that way. Amen. Praise God. So we have a holy God, and it's, it's a godly day every day. Amen. It's God's. This is the day which the Lord hath made. Praise God. And in French, if the Holy Ghost takes me the same way, in French, we did some reading from the first page in our Bible. So if we go, we'll be looking at creation. Hallelujah. My title has changed. You're going to find it a little strange this week. Um, in French, I had trouble translating it. I'm glad I'm in the English language where it's simply four words. I'm going to begin reading. You'll find out, amen, where, where the thought where this, where, where the thought came from and uh, as we get into it. But first off, I'd like to thank, thank everyone for listening and thank everyone for uh, the time that is being spent as we come together. If you um, comment on our Facebook page or on YouTube, if, if we see the comments, and I... I a, I have the blessing to acknowledge your names, and when I miss your name or if I don't see your name, uh, for me still, I'm honored that you're listening. Um, looking forward to being, seeing, being, or coming face to face with, with uh, us all because it's well over two years since we've had that opportunity due to travel restrictions. But this technology, it kind of fills in, amen. So when uh, when we are this far apart. I thank God for this technology. Praise God. So I trust you have your Bibles. If you need to get your Bibles, I'm going to go in. I'm going to read a couple of verses before I get into, the, um, into my text, which is coming from the book of Isaiah. But I want to read from Psalm and the 19th chapter, the 19th Psalms. This is what I want to read. Psalm chapter 19. I'm going to read two Psalms to introduce the message that we have in store for us today. Praise God. So if you notice the title, it is a little strange. It says, chickens can't fly very far. So, or chickens can't fly. I think in French I put far. Chickens, chickens can't fly or they can't fly very far. I think enough words was enough. Praise God. So when I look at this, 
There's some, and the last two weeks when I was looking at being always triumphant, last week I touched on this, and this is why this week I think where my mind was just being led by the Spirit of God, and I thank God for His leading, and I thank God for His, uh, for the understanding of the scriptures that we have, and when we, when we put these scriptures together, it gives us increase. Can someone say increase? It gives us something that we are able to, to, um, to grab a hold of, not let go, and yet put our dependence in it and see God work based on what he has said. And this is what makes a difference today because today I'm going to be spending time not on what the president or the prime minister or some other dignitary somewhere in the world has said, but something which God has said and God who is faithful to his word, God who won't flip, he won't pull a flip-flop politically speaking, he won't be one side and then the other side, he won't be green one day then red the next day. Amen? He won't be liberal one and then conservative or left to the right. And we see all kinds of things. If you live in Quebec, you got the prices of gas going up and down and up and down. It's hard to find something that's stable. Amen? But I want you to look at what you have in your hands. Amen? If you've got a Bible in your hands, you've got something that is stable. And the writer, when you read the psalmist, what he wrote in Psalm chapter 19, if you turn to your Bibles with me, the writer, verse 14, let the words of my mouth... And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Now, if you heard the teaching last week, I'm starting to ring some bells. Oh, yeah, I remember. Before God and unto God, I think that appeared five times in the English language, where it doesn't make any difference what a man or a woman may say or based on their opinion or based on what their thoughts are. The day I stand before God as being the judge of the quick and the dead, what's count, what is going to count is what comes out of God's mouth. And thank God for my mediator, if you would. Amen. Someone who will present unto his father a church, a bride which is glorious without spot, without wrinkle. You remember when last week when I touched on Ephesians chapter 5? And this is what makes a difference in my life today when I, when I move forward and yet I see certain people, certain attitudes that are there to dissuade me. May I put it that way? Trying to be polite. When they come calling my phone or come knocking on my door to tell me something that is different. Amen. I thank God that in, in, when, when I do hear these reports come on my way, all I can sit there, shrug my shoulders and say, too late. Because I've been reading this word as it is written for how many years? Amen. Even if you've only been reading for a few months, begin to embrace, uh, amen, the, what you have in your hands. Begin to know, amen, the power of every single word that there is. Praise God that has proceeded out of the mouth of God. That's part of the verse. When Jesus had a confrontation with the devil, he did not have to, amen, I want you to understand that all he needed to quote was three verses and the devil took his leave. Amen. Now, I'm not stopping you at three verses. You and I, we need to know a whole lot more than three verses. But specifically, the three verses that Jesus was able to use against the devil, it didn't take much. And I don't see where the devil was arguing with them. Amen? Yeah, hey, devil, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Yeah, okay, yeah, change the subject. Come with me, I want to show you something. He didn't stand there and say, well, you know, today you can take a Bible and put it up somebody's nose, and they'll argue with you. Well, that's not what really you meant. Well, you know, that's not what they taught me in Sunday school. 
Well, you know, if we were changed, they, well, they came up with a new version. They came up with a new interpretation. What God really meant to, no, the devil didn't play around with that. Why? Because it was the written word of God, and the devil knows, amen, what has proceeded out of God's mouth. It's the real deal. You can take that to the bank. Amen. You can stand on it. You can bank on it. And you can, you, you can put all your confidence in it in God. Amen. Praise God. Now listen, I'm going to go back and repeat. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. My strength. Someone say my strength. And my redeemer. Amen. You can underline those two words. Strength. Redeemer. Amen. But I don't mind the teaching that we receive at the beginning part of this verse where he says, what comes out of my mouth? He said, I want that to be acceptable. That's kind of the easy thing. We can look at a sister and say, hey, praise the Lord, sister, I love you. God knows what's in your heart. Uh-oh. Amen. Like I said, what comes into your mouth, sometimes that's the easy thing, except beware, let it be known, God knows your heart. Amen. You can read Hebrews chapter 4 and the 12th verse. For the word of God is powerful. Amen. It's sharp. It's quick. Amen. It's the word of God. It penetrates into your insides and it's going to know. Amen. It's going to know, amen, what motivates you. It's going to know what you're saying, why you're saying what you're saying, and it's going to know why you're doing what you're doing. Hallelujah. God is creator. He's all-knowing. Amen. Devil doesn't know nothing as far as the future is concerned. Amen. He doesn't have that ability. That's why if you're seeing, if you're reading your horoscope or seeing psychics, you're just wasting your time. Amen. Know somebody that not only does God know the future, God made the future. Amen. How can I say that? Because God is the future. He is Alpha and He is Omega. He's the beginning and the end. And everything in the between, Alpha, Omega, whatever's in between. Even since you're looking at me that way. To me, Alpha and Omega, but to you, it's Alpha and Omega. And everything in between Alpha and Omega, God. Someone say God. When Moses tried to describe God, he says, well, I can go back and God is eternal. Let me, I'll try to go back a little further. And the further I go back, it's still God. It's still God who is eternal. Amen. All of eternity, all of perpetuity. This is who God is. This is the God that we serve. John wrote it. John 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. Hallelujah. Amen. The same was in the beginning. So today when I read this, doesn't matter what page I choose to read, when I read what thus saith the Lord, same thing that was all the way from the beginning. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Holy Ghost, amen. As I mentioned in French, we, I, I did not plan on reading that today. We went to the first page of our Bible, and more than likely we're going to end up there. But right now, Psalm 19, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart Praise God. These two can be put together because Jesus said what's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. Amen. Out of the abundance of the heart, Jesus said, so speaketh the mouth. So it's important. Even though this is Old Testament and sometimes you, some people, they don't put all that much, you know, trust or confidence. Amen. I, mentioned, I, said, I already mentioned my Jewish friend that I was speaking to. He says, do you, you, like, he says, you're like Old Testament, New Testament, right? And I said, that's right. I said, but you know what? There's no New Testament without the Old Testament. I said, you've got the Old Testament. All that you need now is the new. There's no new without the old. Yeah, I can see that. Amen. So I thank God when we try to get Jesus into the lives of people today, 
to make a difference in their life because of what Jesus accomplished before, because what he wrought on Calvary to make a difference in our lives. This is where change starts. It starts in the heart, or with the heart, rather. I'll rephrase that. It starts with the heart, amen, because God takes out that heart of stone, and he replaces it with the heart of flesh. So change begins with the heart, but it also begins with God. Either answer is correct. So change starts with the heart. Yeah, well, who changes the heart? Amen. I've preached this for years. There's got to be a change. There's got to be a before and after when you come to salvation. There is a newness of life when you read Romans chapter 6. So if there's a newness of life, what happens to the oldness of life? Old things are passed away. If any man be in Christ Jesus, they are what? They are a new creature. Old things are passed away. Hallelujah. All things become new. New life, old life. Praise God. And God gives us what you and I need. God puts us in a position so that we can receive, so that we can live this life. Hallelujah. Someone say live. Amen. Jesus Christ came that we may live. Hallelujah. So, is that scriptural? Yeah. Jesus Christ says, I have come that you may have life. Amen. What do you do with life? You live. Amen. What do you do with the life that Jesus Christ has come to give us? Amen. You live a good life. You live blessed. You live healed. You live saved. Amen. You don't live under condemnation. You live redeemed. Amen. You live with the atonement, which was the blood of Jesus Christ, which was spilled. Praise God, which was shed, as the Bible says. Hallelujah. In thy sight. Psalm 19 and the 14th verse. O Lord, whose sight? Someone say, my Lord. Hallelujah. I want to get to my text today. One more psalm. Psalm 103 and the fifth verse. This, is, this will transition. This will be our transition into Isaiah chapter 40. Psalm 103, verse 5, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things. Someone say good things. Hallelujah. Your mouth is important today. I'm going to get to that a little later on. I mention this quite often. I think as, as I was praying, I already brought this point up. Amen. To allow your, your tongue, amen, to direct life, to be life, to speak life. That's the power that your tongue has. Amen. Life or death. So begin to speak life. His name is? Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things. Hallowed be thy name. When I think of his goodness and all that he has done for me. Hallelujah. Good things. Psalm 103 verse 5. So that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. That's why I titled... If you notice the title, it's got chickens in the title. I want to talk about eagles, but I think in French I talked more about the chickens than I did about the eagles. Because chickens can't fly. And we are meant. I have nothing against chickens. Well, he must be a vegan or a vegetarian. No, I had chicken in my soup today. In fact, I had eggs for breakfast. Or one egg. I think a part of an egg for breakfast. Hallelujah. I'm trying to eat, but so I didn't have a whole egg. I just had like a half an egg, plus some other things. 
So I don't mind to eat chickens. I just don't want to hang around with them. That's my point. Amen. Because chickens can't fly very far. And here when it says that thy youth, I'm still in Psalm 103, thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Well, when I look at chicken wings, and when you, if you go to a, a place that gives you a big bunch of chicken wings, you're lucky if you get one that's, or you're blessed, if you get one that's like, like that big, you know, a little glob of meat on the end of it. It's more like chicken bones. Chicken wings, they're not much to talk about. But today, if I'm going to look at eagles and their wings, Matt, I barely, my, my hand span, you know, compared to their wingspan, picture what an eagle would look like to soar. I know most of us in Canada, we really have, we don't have the blessing to see. You know, if you're listening from the States where you're more blessed, there seems to be more of the eagles down there to see, but I'm sure you've seen pictures and I'm sure you've seen the, the what's the channel? Discovery Channel? Nature Channel? The Nature Channel? Or seeing eagles? And this is what I want you to have in mind as we read Isaiah chapter 40. Thy youth is renewed like the eagles. My text today, Isaiah chapter 40 and the last four verses in that chapter. Open your Bibles. Read with me, please. Thank God for those posting the verses. Good to see you, Steve. Praise God. My brother Steve. And Sister Carol, I thank God by faith you're with us today, praying for you and your family. Thanks for joining with us. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28, hast thou not known? Well, just in case, just in case you haven't known, today we're going to find out some things. Thank God for the man of God, Isaiah. Amen. Thank God for the prophet Isaiah. Without Isaiah, there'd be a few things that you and I, we just would not have known. And Isaiah, I mentioned prophecy already a couple of times today. Well, Isaiah, as far as being prophetic, as far as being a book of prophecy, one of the greatest books that it has in, in our Bibles, the book of Isaiah. Hallelujah. Amen. The, the way he wrote, the way he commanded the language of his day. And as I read part of Isaiah chapter 40 in the 28th verse, it says, hast thou not known, hast thou not heard? Thank God we're hearing today because there's a preacher preaching what you and I need to hear. Amen. Directing us through the Holy Ghost, amen, for what you and I need to read. Hast thou not known? Well, I didn't know until I started. Amen. We're going to hear some things today that are good to know. Amen. Someone say, good to know. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not? So we have it. It's clear God doesn't faint. Amen. If you're taking notes, you can write down God. If you want to write it down a la King James, God fainteth not, or God doesn't faint. Neither is weary. Okay, well, God doesn't get weary either. Amen. Talking about God. As we continue to read, though, the perspective will change as we begin to talk about you and I. Verse 28. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power. Someone say, thank you. To the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases their strength. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Even the youth shall faint 
and be weary, and the young man shall utterly fail. So for all of us 60-year-olds, because I just turned 60 a while ago, sitting there saying, oh man, I wish I was 15 again. I wish I had the strength of 20. Didn't know much at all back then, but had a little more stamina, per se. But when I read this, when you get to verse 31, it says, but. So that kind of puts an end to that kind of conversation. Amen. Doesn't matter how old you and I are, I don't think we should be regretting how young we should be or how young we would ought to be because of this condition that has just shown up. It says, but. So when I look at this condition in, the la- in verse 31, the last verse in Isaiah 40, it kind of removes what is designated or what we designate to the young people. They're young. They can work an extra shift. They're young. They can, they can run further. They're young, but, amen, the designation changes here. It says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with the wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. No, hang on. We just read where God shall not be weary. Amen. Back up to verse 28. The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator, he does not weary. So that's talking about God. But when you keep reading, when you get to verse 40, well, thank God, God does not weary. But if I wait upon that same God, if I wait upon the same Lord, amen, if I depend and wait, when you look at this word, amen, it means that I am, I am waiting for God in expectancy. I'm expecting from God. I'm not waiting for, my, for a favor from anybody else. I don't care if it's the president or the prime minister. They can make all their promises. They not, not, not necessarily do they keep up with their promises. But God, amen, he's the promises in my God, amen, in him, someone say in him. They are What? Yay, someone say, so, yay, and they are in God. Yay and amen. So when I read this, but, amen, I'm not finished yet either. But they that wait, so I'm expecting something from God. I'm not looking to the left. I'm not looking to the right. But I'm looking up from whence cometh my help. At home, amen, pick your direction today from where your help is going to come from. Say it, my help cometh from the Lord. Hallelujah. So when I'm... Surrounded by all kinds of offers, because that's the kind of day and age that we live in. Amen. But I thank God today I'm going to take up the offer which I'm receiving from God. I'm going to take up the offer which I'm receiving from my Lord. Hallelujah. It says, but they that wait. Here I am, Lord. You promised it. Lord, I want to see it come to pass. Amen. When I pray... For my sister or for my brother, it's the same thing. Pray, Lord, you said it. You're faithful unto your word. Amen. I pray that they become a partaker of your promise right now. That this promise, amen, be this blessing, amen, be a part of their lives. In Jesus' name. Praise God. So, we shall run and not be weary. Who's the we? They that wait. Amen. So, it's not designated to the youth or to the young. Amen. I know how old I am or how old I'm getting. 
But the promise is designated to who? They that wait. Because it says here, when I read verse 30, it says, well, even the youth faint. Amen. When I was long distance runner in school, I would see people faint. Be drenched with sweat, and then they'd be right, then be conked out. I fainted. Thank God for my brother Martin caught me. Amen. So it doesn't matter if you're young or old, you faint. But they that wait, and I want you to understand this. The condition is to wait upon the Lord. Amen. This is the condition that we are given here by the prophet Isaiah. They that wait, they shall walk and not faint. Well, we just finished reading where God fainteth not. This kind of means that we can be like God. God doesn't faint. His son doesn't faint. All the sons, everyone says, amen. God is not weary. His daughters are not weary. This is my understanding. If I'm reading it wrong, then correct me. It gives us a description of God. Then it gives us the condition. It says, wait upon the same. The, the God, the, the Lord that does not faint, the Lord who is not weary, if you wait upon him, these same attributes will become yours. Someone say mine. Amen. God said, if you wait on me, you'll be like me. I think I lost all my amens. Amen. Right, once you get saved, that is. Even once you come out of sin, once you have the spirit, if the spirit that raised up Christ from the dead shall dwell in you, Romans 8, verse 11, right? If the spirit that raised up Christ from the dead shall dwell in you, it shall also, someone say also, quicken your mortal bodies, praise God. Have you been quickened? Hallelujah. Amen. If you haven't walked with this quickening for a while, today's the day. Amen. Don't put this off. Today is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. Praise God. This is the, the time, amen, which I don't know if we'll get to those scriptures, but I, they're, they're in line to get. I don't think we'll get that far today, but as we continue this teaching, that God has an acceptable time. It's up for you and I to be able to get there. So when God says, as far as walking and not fainting, running and not being weary. It says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up. Someone say up. This is the key word. Unfortunately, that didn't show up in French. It said take flight. Kind of wanted to explain to the French people that when you're on the ground and you take flight, the only way to go is up. When I was reading this in English, I had like 10 minutes to reset in the back. I'm going, that's what I need to teach the French people. Saying, we're on the ground, and when we take flight, there's only one way, and that's up. In English, it's kind of clear. It says, we mount up. Someone say up. Amen. Unfortunately, chickens, they don't up very much. They can't get up off the ground. That's why I wrote the title. Amen. I don't want to be a chicken, and at the same time, I don't want to hang around with chickens either. Amen. If you read the description, I think I wrote, are you cooped up with the chickens? In English, we call it a chicken coop. Fenced in with chicken wire. That's not for, that's not for sons and daughters of God. Amen. That's not for you. It says we're going to mount up. Amen. Are you reading with me? Isaiah 40, if you're just joining in. But they, but... 
There's that condition. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up. Time to get off the ground because there's nothing good happening here. Amen. I don't want to be grounded. See how easy that word is to say in English? Because in French, I had a dozen times they were saying, roll the R's and say it. What is it? Atterri. Atterri. Amen. I don't want to be grounded. You ever been in an airport and you're sitting there just getting ready to be, you know, connect with your, make your connection? Oh, due to um, whatever bad weather or something, the airplane's grounded. Pilot's sick or the motor doesn't work or then you're grounded. You're not, what does that mean? You're not going anywhere. Amen. Chickens don't fly. Chickens are grounded. Don't want to be. I want to mount up. Someone say up. And with the wings. Hallelujah. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. I don't want chicken wings. I want eagle's wings. Someone say eagle's wings. Amen. I want you to have this vision. Picture Peter's walking on the water. He jumps up. He jumps, you know, out of the boat. And he's walking on the water. I don't know, kind of waves or whatever is going on. He's walking out. As long as he had his eyes on Jesus Christ, he was able to take the next step. Now, I don't know if he turned around and said, hey, Thomas, look at me. He began, that's when he began to go down, taking his eyes off his Savior. Taking his eyes off who was keeping him afloat. Taking his... Not that he was floating, he was actually walking, which is better, but you understand what I'm saying. Above the waters. Amen. People today, this is why it's important. I insist over and over again. You need a Bible. Amen. You've got to have someone. This, um, for whatever reasons, the trailer was parked at a, 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 one of the saints' house. Uh, last Sunday was parked at their house. And uh, the trailer announces Jesus Christ be ready for his return. But then the trailer says, ask me for a Bible. It's free. And so people have been knocking at their door. But they, they ran out of Bibles. They didn't have any Bibles. New ones. And uh, the couple that was there, they were hoping to leave with, with their free Bible. So how old would Matsis be? Seven? Ten? He's ten? Okay. He's, that's good age. Um, Matsis goes in his room and he says, at least you can take mine. And then his brother, Kenny, went and got his Bible and says, you can have mine as well. Amen. So today, while taking up the offering, the, this, this came to mind and saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm teaching these young people when you give, you receive. So I said, you gave your Bible away last Sunday to somebody who didn't have a Bible. And, you know, the young brother said, I didn't know about Kenny. I thought they only gave away one. I found out it was two today. So, and, and he says, yes. I says, well, then you go see Marianne and have your Bible replaced. When you give, you receive. So you gave your Bible and then you get a brand new one. Amen. And I can see some people sitting there, oh man, I wish I could get a brand new Bible. Well, give yours away. Give your Bible away and come see me. Amen. Sister Gregoire, she said, do you have any Bibles? I gave my last one. I got one left to give away. Amen. She says, and the nurse that I gave it to, she called me. She says, you know, I listen on Sundays. Amen. Thank God. And somebody who doesn't have a Bible, somebody who's, for the first time, they're hearing things that have, that, that have never been heard before in any other religion. Amen. Thank God it is God's voice. 
Amen. And thank God that we can teach these young people, praise God, that God is there always. Amen. When you, when you give, you, you receive. Amen. When, you, when you're obedient unto God, amen, you, 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 you're prosperous. This is what the Bible says. You are able to, you are able to receive his benefits. Amen. Where the Bible says, bless the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. Bless his holy name. Amen. So here's, again, Peter's walking on the water, and he's blessed. He's defying gravity. He's breaking the laws of gravity because Jesus Christ, amen, is Jesus. Someone say Jesus. Hallelujah. Then he needed a helping hand. Praise God. And when I was in Sunday school, the oh, what Peter saying? Peter's saying, oh, Peter should have sang. Peter should have, what about the other 11 in the boat? Them's the ones that... Amen. I don't know if Peter took one step, two steps, or six steps, but it's a whole lot more steps than you and I have ever done walking on water. Not frozen water either. Amen. But the other ones, they just stayed in the boat. They didn't even make that move. Amen. Thank God for Peter. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. Mount up. Someone say up. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you a question, kind of rhetorical, but ask you this question. What's keeping you grounded? Amen. You don't have to answer out loud, especially if your answer is going to, you know, be embarrassing to you. Just think about it. What's keeping you grounded? What's keeping you separated from God? I asked the French people the same thing. Amen. Don't sit there and say, oh, you're, you're just saying that because I'm here. No, I asked the French people the same thing. Amen. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad everybody's listening. Whoever's listening online, I'm so glad. You have yet to make your decision. What's keeping you grounded? Make your decision. Amen. Make right with God. Close that gap because your sin, your hesitation, it increases that distance that you have that is, that is in your life away from God away from his love, away from what God has done. We know what the will of God is. The Bible says the will of God is even your sanctification. That's what Paul wrote to the church in Thessalonica. Then you read what Peter wrote. He says, the will of God is that no one shall perish, for God is not short. His promises are his promises. They will come to pass, but he is long-suffering. And Peter wrote in a few couple of verses later, he said, our salvation is in his long-suffering. Amen. I'm saved because God didn't pull the plug when he, sh when he could have years ago. Amen. Yeah, but you're 60. You've been saved for a long time. Amen. Who else is my age? Who can I pick on? Sister, you've been saved for a long time. God could have pulled that plug. Amen. Listening. There's older people listening. God could have said, I'm fed up. Like he said in the days of Noah. Amen. And he was rather quite fed up, but he said, oh, I got to take care of that righteous one. Noah, here's the plan. Go to work, Noah. Here's the plan. The Bible teaches me that sin went under, sin was buried under the water. It's like water baptism. Amen. Where was righteousness? Floating in the ark. And where was the ark? Above the water. Read it. Genesis 5, 6, 7, chapter 8. 
Amen. God is a good God. Hallelujah. Amen. What happens is, as I ask the question, what is keeping you grounded? What happens is when people come to you with a different kind of thinking, a different kind of teaching, a different attitude. And you know what that sounds like to me? They sound like chickens. Hallelujah. Hey, man, think about it. Don't think about it too long because I don't want to. I don't want anybody to dwell on all that negativity. But think about it. Phone rings. Yeah, but you know, I think. They have. They want to present their idea. I thank God my ideas come from this. Right here, what's in your hands. That's where I get my ideas from. Because I know they're good ideas. When people come with contrary, they sit there and think, you know, you, this, is, this is the way you should be teaching. Or this is the way. I get all kinds of calls and emails. And people try to, try to, try to change what thus saith the Lord. Amen. Just like in the days of Jesus, they couldn't quite figure him out. He was 12 years old, and they couldn't figure him out. Amen. What couldn't they figure out? The Word. Because if you read the last page of your Bible, Jesus Christ is the Word. So today, when I take up my Bible, when I read word for word... I trust a few verses that I've read today. I've read them word for word. People have trouble figuring it out. My, my, has how things have changed, not very much. Very little. Couldn't figure out the word when he was 12. Couldn't figure out the word just, be, he was, just before they crucified him. I am resurrection. Someone say, I am. Amen. This is the attitude. This is the faith that you need today. I am faith. Not he was. Not he could have been. Not he will be. I serve the I am. Amen. If you're all, you know, all, you know, sweet over Mohammed, well, he was and is no more. So you're out of luck. Same with those who, uh, you know, I'll say, Buddha, such teaching. Well, you're out of luck. He's gone. Can't help you. Can't help you now. Can't help you in the ever after. He just can't help you. He's gone waiting for his recompense, waiting for judgment. Jesus Christ, he can help me. The living amongst the dead. Hallelujah. The second Adam that came forth, amen. He was resurrection before they laid him in the grave. Hallelujah. Someone say Jesus. Praise God. This is whom I'm speaking of today. Hallelujah. He is a very present help in the time of trouble. Someone say present. Someone say right now. Praise God, because we are in trouble. If they would only turn, this earth is in trouble. The economy is in trouble. Our government's in trouble. Our school systems are in trouble. Amen. There's trouble on every side. Distress, but Paul, amen. Paul was even describing the same way that I'm describing things today, but thank God on the inside. There may be trouble on the left side, on the right side, on the behind side, on the front side, but on my inside, there's no trouble because Christ in me is the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Give Jesus a good hand. Praise God while you're at it at home. Hallelujah. Praise God for what's on the inside. 
my hope of glory. Someone say, my hope. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when I have this opposition that comes, the devil trying to get me into a into some kind of sorrow, into some kind of grief, into some kind of depression, into some kind of lamenting. You know, who or the decisions that the teaching, the preaching that we receive. Amen. I had to tell someone this week who called me up. I had to sit there. I'm not your servant. I'm God's servant. So I don't care what you think or who you think I am. I'm God's servant. I answer to God. He says, you need to stop listening to the devil. I said, then I'm going to hang up because I've been listening to the devil for, oh, 37 minutes. You talk like that to people? I do to the devil. Like I said, it takes one scripture, two scripture, three scriptures. The devil needs to. And sometimes we don't need scripture. All we need to do is just press the red button. Amen. All we need to do is just take the email and hit the trash can, is it? Yes, when Jesus told Peter, my brother's saying, Jesus told Peter, says, Satan, get thee behind. Amen. Thank God he didn't go too far. When he wandered a little too far off, that's when he began to deny. Once, twice, three times. Around some kind of a heathen fire. Warming himself up with the heathens. He's a little too far away. I don't know if Jesus could hear him, but Jesus could see him. And Jesus didn't have to hear him. Because Jesus is on his knees washing his feet. So yeah, you know, you deny me. You can go home. And you, I don't care how many guns and swords and knives and spears or whatever you got hidden in your closet. doesn't matter what you're going to get. You're still going to deny me once, twice, and three times. Jesus said, I'm praying for you, Peter. Hey, Matt. It makes a difference who we are going to be spending our time with. Hey, Matt. Because people today are making decisions and it's not good for their soul. And then they expect you and I just to go along with it. Hey, Matt. Someone say, not me. Hallelujah. If they can't sit where I'm sitting right now, and if they can't give where I give, then there's something wrong. They must be of another species. First page of your Bibles, Genesis chapter 1. We're going where we went with the French. The order that God was able to create because God is a God of, is, of order. Someone say amen. Someone say thank you, Jesus. God is not a God of disorder. Amen. So when they come to you and they're just not up, they, they, they tolerate you. They know come Sunday that you're going to be spending time with your brothers and sisters, with the saints of God. They say, well, you know, we'll catch her before, we'll catch, you know, catch you after and such. But today, I want to be with eagles. I don't want to be with chickens. I don't want to be influenced with a chicken mentality. I don't want to be hindered 
or held back because of many wings, chicken wings, if you would. Let's see how God made creation. Genesis chapter 1, the first page in your Bible. I trust you found it. If you had trouble finding Genesis, I'll pray for you. Page 1, chapter 1 and the 11th verse. Know your Bibles. Praise God. Verse 11, and God said, let the earth bring forth grass the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth. This is what God said. And now since God said it, what happened? The last three words. Four words. And it was so. You see what happens when God speaks? So let's find out what God says. Verse 11. This is what God said. Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit. Three words that you need to underline. After his kind. Now I'm going to ask the question, what kind are you? Like I said, if they can't sit where you're sitting, and if they can't give where you're giving, and if they can't shout and praise God where they give you, they must be of another kind. And I know I'm losing some amens. I'm reading page one. This is how it started. I know things have changed. People say society's changed, culture's changed. Humanism has changed. But the way God set things up, that hasn't changed. It is my understanding if you want an apple, you better be planting an apple seed to get an apple tree. The seed of his kind. Last week I mentioned here in the church, I was questioning why are there so many empty seats? And I've been praying and fasting to God, say, God, you know, give me some kind of understanding. I'm beginning to understand. Because there's, in French, in English, if you, if you need to, in French, it was pretty clear in French. And if English, you say, oh, what, what does that exactly mean of whose kind? In French, it used the word species. You're of a different espèce in French. You're of a different species, of a different kind. There's only one kind of faith. There's only one kind of light, and it's not going to mingle with darkness. If a brother needs to be multiplied, it's going to take a brother, it's going to take a sister. If sheep need to multiply, you need sheep to make sheep. It takes sheep to make a sheep. Amen? And when the goats mingle with the sheep, it doesn't end well. So when I look at the body of Christ... Jesus, in the family of God, there's no nephews. And there's no cousins. Amen. I saw my sister coming in today. Sister. And that cousin, niece, neighbor, nephew, uncle, sons. Someone say sons. We are sons of God. 
as many, you received this message, as many as received him to them. Who's the them? They that received him. Who's the him? Capital H, Jesus Christ. It's simple to understand. As many as received Jesus Christ to them. Who? The receivers. Someone say, I'm receiving. Amen. Are you getting this? I want you to get this. Hallelujah. I want you to have this. I want you to take this on today. So from, from this day forward, we go from strength to strength. That's biblical. From glory to glory. That's also biblical. Amen. It doesn't matter what religion has taught us or what is teaching us. But the very fact that we have these promises, the promises of God, this is what's going to get you off the ground. This is what's going to get you so that you can mount up. Someone say up. Amen. Read. I'm just reading this one verse. But we can read verse 12. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind. Genesis 1 verse 12 again. It takes sheep to make sheep. It takes an apple seed to grow an apple. But today we think that we can mingle ourselves of all the chickens I've seen and farms that I've been to and chicken coops and whatever and eggs that I've gotten and roosters and whatever else, you know what I've never seen? Is an eagle. You can see the fox checking out the chicken coop. I've never seen an eagle. I don't think an eagle wants nothing to do with a chicken. Why? It's two different species. Allow me to use the French translation. It's two different kinds and if I'm going to take my faith or my kind of faith, my faith cometh from hearing and hearing from the word of God. And if I'm going to take my kind of faith and start to mingle it with another, a wrong kind of faith, because there's only one, there's godly faith, there's only one faith that counts. That's faith which comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. Anything else, doesn't, unto God it doesn't count. But if I think that I can mingle if I'm to mount up as an eagle, what am I doing hanging around cooped up with the chickens? That's my point today. Amen. I'm with God. The Bible says that we are created in his image. Amen. This allows me to believe and to understand that in the image of God, once I'm born again, of course, once I begin walking in this, with the same spirit that God had, once I, once I take the word of God and put it to work in my life, this allows me to believe that my God, creator, creator, rather, we read the prophet Isaiah said, he doesn't faint and he's not weary. Two verses later, but if I wait on the Lord, in French, the word wait was translated as confidence. If I place my confidence in God, the reason why I'm waiting on God, because I'm confident, I'm expectant. I know God will come through. Amen. I know that what God has said, he's going to come through on it. So I'm just waiting. 
for it to come to pass. Someone say, come to pass. God said it, certainly, it shall come to pass. Someone else say, come to pass. Amen? So I'm waiting. Amen? That's the way we need to pray. Hallelujah. I've heard people say, pray for me and help God. And if God doesn't, you know, if God doesn't make it in time, well, my doctor gave me some pills. Well, wait on God. And as far as your faith is concerned, take the pills now. You just waste your time if you're waiting. If you're going to need those pills in 15 minutes, I think you need them now. Amen. What are you waiting on? What's keeping you ground? What's keeping you from walking into, the, into all the goodness of God, walking into the entire, amen, the, the, the entirety that God has for you and I. He's, God's not slack, the Bible says, concerning his prom, promise. He doesn't wear out. He's not weary. We read those scriptures. You can ask God, amen, without tiring him out. Say, God, here I am. Let's put this to work. You and I. Amen. God and myself, someone say that. Say, God and I, we're not a minority. We form the majority. If God be for you, who can be against you? Amen. If God is for me, if you want to personalize it, who will be, who can be against you? From the, a weapon formed, amen, it shall not prosper. When it's formed against you, when it's formed against God's children, when it's formed against the house of God, that weapon shall not prosper. Hallelujah. I want you to believe that. Because the devil is there. I quoted the scripture earlier. Jesus Christ came. He said, I've come to give you life. He says, but the devil, it's the exact opposite. Amen. So Jesus is a life giver. Satan is a life taker. Two different kinds. Two different species. And I don't want to lose what God has given me. You know, if I hang around with chickens, clucking and a plucking and whatever they do, I'm going to lose what God, I'm going to lose my ability to fly. Amen. I said, don't get me wrong, I like chicken. Doesn't look like I eat, but I eat a lot of chicken. And eggs. And chicken wings. I like all the chicken stuff. Chicken hearts, chicken gizzards, chicken liver with bacon. Mm, mm, mm even though it doesn't show. <laughs> Amen. But today, yes, I'm picking on chickens, spiritually speaking. Because it says, I have a promise of God that I'm going to mount up as eagles. Hallelujah. Amen. Not the tail, but the head. Hallelujah. Amen. Not the borrower, but the lender. Praise God. This is what God promised his people. Hallelujah. And when God says, remind me, I'm one of those reminding people. Amen. Even Jesus says, let me tell you about a lady who kept knocking on that judge's door. Hey, lady, don't you know what time it is? We're closed. She kept knocking. Avenge me of my adversary, my adversary. Amen. Jesus was kind of saying, take this woman for an example and don't give up. Even though the devil is there trying to have you believe something that is different or something that's contrary. 
God is faithful to his word. God says, not only can I speak it, God says, I can perform it. All we need is someone, or all God needs is someone that he can use. Amen. We are made in the image of God. One day, here was God sitting there looking at his creation, sitting on his throne. Man, those people are in a mess. And God's sitting there going, why doesn't somebody get up and do something? Nobody's doing anything. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I want you to have created in the image of God. God didn't look around. He didn't wait around. God says, I'm going to send my son. God took it upon himself. I'm going to do something about it. Prophet prophesied. He says, God saw you in a mess and me too. God saw me in a mess. He saw me attached to something I should not have been attached to by my navel. He saw me in a, in a stinking mess is what it is. And God says, you know what? I want to clean that person up. I want to take that person out of a miry clay, out of sinking sand, out of a horrible pit, out of darkness, and I want to bring them into marvelous light. I'm going to produce, amen, I'm going to send my son Jesus Christ so that there will be a sacrifice. Behold the Lamb of God. John was able to make that announcement. He says, behold the Lamb of God who what? Who came to do what? Who taketh away the sin of the world. And then you have some lying pastor standing behind his pulpit saying, I'm a sinner. Well, Jesus Christ came to take away the sin. So either he's not doing a very good job or there's something wrong with you. Hey, Matt? Say, are you mad? Maybe just a little bit. Because it always seems to be God's fault. We always sit there. If Jesus said he's going to take away the sin of the world, then you allow Jesus Christ to take away your sin, the sin of the world, he'll take it away. He'll wash it. You'll be clean. You'll become a bride that is glorious, without spot, without wrinkle. Amen. Who's doing the washing? And when he does something, doesn't he do something well? I don't care if he washes, if he blesses. It's a good washing. It's a good blessing. Amen. When he reviles, it's a good reviling. When he chastises, it's a good chastisement. Amen. This is the favor that we find ourselves in. This is how God looks upon his children, and he wants you to succeed. He gave you and I everything we need to get to the end. Amen. So my goal, being grounded, being cooped up with the chickens, I'm not going to make it to the end. Paul says, he says, he says, I press toward the mark for the prize. He called it a high calling. So when I say high, H-I-G-H, what do you think of? Chickens or eagles? It's a high calling. I don't want to be grounded with all the naysayers, all the cluck clucks and the pluck plucks and some folks who've lost their wings. Because that's what has happened. 
I don't want to have that burden. It may be my position trying to encourage them. Some of them I've walked a mile. Jesus says, walk two. I've walked three and four. And I'm, but I'm still walking. Three, mile four, mile five. I mean, you ever drive down the highway and you see those mile markers? And the further you go, the higher the number. Hey, man, it's a good sign if you know where you're going. So I'm walking mile five, mile six. I'm still walking. Uh-oh, Lot's wife, she ain't with me anymore. Something happened. But I'm still walking. Hey, man. I'm still, and I'm walking, the, the, as the Bible says, and I won't faint. I'm going to run and not be weary. Hallelujah. These are, these are King James, and these are biblical terms. And look what we just finished reading in Genesis. On the creator and how he created with the word God said. Verse 11. And what happened? And it was so. I didn't finish reading verse 12. Whose seed was in itself after his kind. I need some brother seed and I need some sister seed. Co-hairs, joint hairs with God, attached to what God has given us as far as life is concerned, eternal life is concerned. This way, I know that my soul will prosper. My soul will be edified. My soul will be elevated. My soul will be comforted. Your iron will sharpen my irons. Teaching that we heard. I may have changed the title, but I think we're still in the same series. Amen? Because it's not your weakness that's going to do anything for my strength. My sister being strong in the Lord, my sister having the faith, praise God, when I need faith, when I need the elder to come and lay hands on me, or when I need the elder to come anoint me with oil, when I need that iron to sharpen my iron, what's iron? An iron. The same species, if you allow me to use the French word. It's of the same kind. Amen. Your aluminum is not going to sharpen my iron. But when we read in the Proverbs, iron sharpeneth iron, even so that they friend, amen, sharpen the countenance of his friend and his buddy, my brother and my sister. I don't want to be mingled. I don't want to be mingled up, mixed up, and messed up. I'll use the three M's. I don't want to be mingling, end up mixed up and messed up with chickens who've lost their ability to mount up, who has lost, they have lost their ability to fly, lost their ability to soar. Amen? And the reason why I'm saying this, I'm leading up to this, God is a creator. We have been created in his image. God has a tongue. God speaks. I have a tongue. I speak. The power that is in my tongue is to speak life or to speak death. If God is a creator, it means that God is creative. Being made in his image, you and I, we are also creative. That all depends what you're going to create. Whatever your gifts may be. Some of you can sing. Some of you can shout. Whatever your gifts are in this world. Amen. Some of you have huge amounts of talent. 
and blessed with all kinds of abilities, you know, the, the gifts of your hand. Don't forget God. Tell me you can fix airplanes. Hallelujah. I just sit on them. That's about it. We didn't even know how to start one up. And then you have some chicken come along saying, hey, you can't do that. Amen? Anybody know what I'm talking about? I've had people tell me this. Like I said, phone rang this week. Yeah, I can't do that. Then they'll even say, you ought to read this verse. Oh, here we go. Even the Bible tells me you can't do that. I don't think the Bible is telling me that right now. You sound like Satan. Get thee behind. I'd say that three times. Get thee behind. Satan, get thee behind. Because it was contrary to my God, the eternal, maker and creator. See, when I went to school, they would draw, they'd give you a piece of paper and there's a circle. They'd have a black line. Then they'd give you cranes to say, now color and stay in the lines. Okay. And at a very young age, we become, you know, we begin to conform. I have to stay in the lines. Well, I want to draw, I want to design, I want to create outside the lines. Then you ended up with a bad mark or you didn't end up on the fridge. Your artwork ended somewhere else. You know what you and I have today with God? We don't have a piece of paper with a circle or with some lines. We have a piece of paper and it's a blank slate. It's what thus saith the Lord. It's whatever you can create. Whatever is in your heart, whatever is in your mind, saying, God, this is what I want to do unto your glory, unto your kingdom. This is what I want to do because I want to be profitable. Someone say profitable for the kingdom of God. I want to make a difference. I want to further the kingdom of God. Yet the chickens, the naysayers are there saying, here's the line. You can't cross it. You have people telling us, saying, this is as far as you can go because of your upbringing, because of your education, because of where you've come from. Hey, Matt. When God was making creation, when God was creating what he created, God had full reign. He had full, there was nothing to stop him. Because all, all of what God created in chapters 1 and 2 in Genesis was created before sin was sinned. Before sin entered this world. And look at what God did when there was no sin in his way. Amen. Made Adam and Eve. It's like you and I. Hallelujah. Moved them into a garden. Moved them into a virtual paradise, if you would. And yet somehow, I know it wasn't a chicken. Somehow this subtle, you know, animal came. I don't know if it had four legs or eight legs or whatever. It lost all its legs. And I've said this before. Personally, I hope he had a hundred legs. So when God took away his legs, he lost a hundred and not just two or four. The vengeance is the Lord's. Yeah, I know that, but Lucifer came and he messed us all up. I hope he was like one of those centipedes. He had a bunch of legs and God says, away with your legs and crawl for the rest of your life. We don't know. That's just my personal belief. It's not, it's not a doctrine. 
It's the way I look at it. Because the devil came and he messed things up. But read this week, if you read the first page and the second page of your Bible, the first two chapters, chapter and a half, God says, it was good. At the end of the day of creating, it was good. He was not conformed. He was not being limited. There's no limitation. He was not being told what to do. And then God was able at the end of the day saying, that was good. I thank God today that with God, you and I, we can be making this difference from this day forward. Amen. Based on what we have read from the word of God. Based on God's design. Because design is a little bit of a buzzword these days. Things are being done, wars are being made and by design, and we have these. I want you to take a look at God's design. And that begins from the first page of your Bible. Amen. Especially when you read verses 11 and verses 12, how does one kind multiply? One kind multiplies of itself, of the same kind. Amen. I know men, they think they're pretty smart because the Bible says there's going to come a time when they think they're pretty smart and they take a half a seed from one and a half a seed of another and they, they uh, GMO, what is that? Um, yeah, they clone it, but genetically, that's the word I'm looking for. They genetically modify the organism. Tried one once, I said, nah, don't want it. I don't want a, what was it? I don't think it was a broccoli flower. I'm trying to think it was an apple plum or plum or plum apple or whatever it was. Said, you know what? God is just a better designer. God is a better creator. Amen. Hats off to men, but or women, or whoever invented that, but not part of my diet. Amen. And the same thing holds true with who I, I mean, bad enough to send our kids off to school, bad enough we have to go work 40 hours a week, or 35, or 37, or whatever it is, and to, and to be, have these people in our midst, but at least we can testify. Sow the seed, and talk about Jesus, and do the best we can. That's the only way they're going to hear. We can't become hermits or an ostrich with our head stuck in the sand and just stand there saying nothing and do nothing. You're on the job, whether you're the employer or the employee. You're on the job, say something, make a difference. As I said, that life is move your tongue so that it speaks life. What are you creating? I'm going to pray in a few minutes. I'd like you to stick with me to the end so that we can pray. I'll pray for you, pray with you. Amen. Mount up as eagles. Hallelujah. I guess this message today is directed or I'm hoping to find some eagles. No chickens. If I'm describing you or if you're sitting there saying, I think I'm more of a chicken than an eagle, time to be born again. Become that eagle. Newness of life. A new creature who wants to be a chicken. No hands up my way. Anybody online who wants to be a chicken? All hands are down. Who wants to mount up as eagles? Like we have eagle wings. 
Amen. That promise belongs to you and I today. And I want that blessing to be in your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. One more thought before I leave you. Get ready to pray. As I mentioned your tongue a few minutes ago, I don't want to blame everything on the chickens. Yeah, they may be the influence. They may come and clackety-clack or cluckety-cluck or do whatever they say, and all of a sudden we're being influenced by a bad spirit. But sometimes, not often, but sometimes the devil can sit back and and you can self-destruct because of your attitude or your depression or, or the way you look at things. And then here you are talking to yourself. If you need to speak to, and we all, we all need to speak to ourselves, I believe that because I use the word of God. And I quote scripture, thus saith the Lord. Amen. You and I, we need to hear what God has to say about you and I. And we read it. Amen. This is why I kind of laid the foundation of where I want to go with this. Going back to Psalm 19, he said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. That's Psalm 19. Back it up to Psalm chapter 1. The blessing of the man, the blessing of the woman is found in those who meditate in his law day and night. Hallelujah. So when the devil comes, if it's Lucifer himself, it is written. An hour ago, this is, I opened up this teaching. You and I, we need the word of God. Everyone listening at home, we need to have at our disposable as efficiently, proficiently, as quickly we need to have that response. It is written. Hallelujah. And if you need to remind yourself of it, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray that you'll have the strength. If you need to stand in the mirror and say, hey, praise God. Who's your maker? Who's your creator? How are you made? Wonderfully. Amen. In whose favor are you? Oh, my neighbor doesn't really like me. Well, too bad for your neighbor. Amen. Tired of people telling me, say, this is, you need to talk like this. You need to, you need to be like this type of person. I need to be who God has made me. I need to be who God has formed me within his hands. Amen. God is forming. My formation comes from the potter, and that's a capital P for God. Amen. Can someone say amen? At home, I trust them. I'm going to see some amens in the comment section tonight. I'm going to pray two minutes. Decision time. Everyone listening to me, time to decide. Tired of being grounded? Tired of being cooped up with the chickens? Tired of trying and trying and trying, and you're still in the chicken coop. Amen. I've seen chicken coops before, and first of all, they're smelly. And second of all, they're messy. 
And third of all, when you look at those chickens, they just be looking through the chicken wire saying, I wish I was just out there. Good pasture because it's always greener on the other side. Looking out through there and saying, hey man, reason why you know that because I've had to chase chickens and put them back in the chicken coop. Not, not fun. Well, fun when you're a little kid. Fun thing to do. I want out and God has a way out for us through his son, Jesus Christ. God has a way out for you today. God has a way out for you, your children, your grandchildren. God, just make a decision today that Jesus Christ did not die on the cross for nothing. Jesus Christ did not die in vain. I want in on this. I don't want to run with the chickens. We're promised to run. But at the same time, amen, you run fast enough, you're going to mount up. You're going to take flight. Hallelujah. And there's always, praise God, with God. Hallelujah. Last week I asked you the question, or two questions, and I asked you when, and the answer was always, and I asked you where, amen, in, in every place, everywhere. That's the blessing that comes with God. That's the blessing that is his promise. Pray one minute, 60 seconds, so that you can make a decision today. Everyone within the sound of my voice, it's time to decide. Don't put this off. I mean, don't put this off. I want to pray with you, and I want to pray for you, so that you can have a mind, which was also the mind of Christ, where Jesus said, not my will, but thy will be done. Amen. Give me an extra 60 seconds. I just want to go with this illustration. When Jesus was on his knees praying for you and I, he asked his father, he says, can you take this cup and just set it aside? You know what cup he was talking about? Because a couple hours later, sitting around the table, he held up, that, he held up a cup and he says, in this cup is what? My salvation. Amen. That's the cup he was talking about. Yeah, I understand it's crucifixion, the suffering, the beatings, the afflictions that were laid upon his flesh. I understand all that, but when you look at specifically saying, take this cup, and then he's introducing the cup to his disciples in this cup. I am so glad that cup wasn't set aside. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. I'm getting ready to pray. Hallelujah. You can start to pray with me if you know how to pray. I want to pray for you today, though. Don't miss this opportunity. Online as well. Everyone listening to me, I want you to have this blessing today to be a partaker of this cup. In this cup, Jesus said, you'll find my blood of the New Testament. Praise God. This belongs to us today. I'm going to pray 15 seconds. I want you to make up your mind right now. Saying, I need this. I don't want to lose out. I don't want to miss out. I'm tired of hanging around with chickens. I'm tired of disobeying. I'm tired of sin. I'm tired of trying and not getting anywhere. Lord, the, the, I want a difference in my life. And that difference is Jesus Christ today. Make your decision. I'm ready to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank God for the word which we have heard today, Lord. I thank God for every single person sitting in front of me. And every single person online, whether this be during the live stream or after the fact in replay mode, 
There's still time to say, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. And I know you will. You will show forth your mercy. You're a merciful God. Thank God your mercy is enduring today. May the, sorry, I forget, middle of May. God's mercy is there for the sinner today to come and receive his grace unto salvation today. Believe it in your heart. Confess it with your mouth. Call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved, and you shall be saved. It's as simple as that. That's the decision you need to make. Lord, I pray if there's somebody that's making that decision today, Lord, I thank God for your word, which we have heard. I thank God for your word, which makes a difference in our lives. A difference for those who are not just the hearers, not just the readers, but for those of us who will be the doers of your word from this day forward. Yeah, we've heard, heard preaching all our lives. What are we doing about it? We're still running around with chickens. Lord, I thank God today. Mount us up. Hallelujah. Give us what we need, Lord, so that we get off this ground, so that we, we can be seated in heavenly places. Not running around with the naysayers, not running around with the negativity, not running around with the chickens just clucking and plucking and complaining and with their own thoughts. Thank God for your way today in Jesus Christ through your Son who made a way when there was no way. And I thank God today, praise God, that there's someone somewhere saying, yeah, I know there's a better way. And that better way is Jesus Christ. That better way is Jesus Christ who shed his blood on Calvary, who was able to wash us. He left his throne in glory. He came amongst his own. He was not received. He was refused. But I thank God today, someone somewhere is accepting Jesus Christ his crucifixion, and his resurrection. Hallelujah. Sorry for their sin. Sorry for their disobedience. Sorry for all the time they spent lacking, wasting. And today, from this day forward, a difference will be made. Hallelujah. As we come into this kingdom profitable, as we become sanctified, a vessel meet for the master's use, for your use today. This is my prayer. Lord, if there be someone, I'm praying for that person right now. In Jesus' name. Within the sound of my voice, hallelujah, praise God, I beseech, I beg, praise God, that you're making that decision right now in Jesus' name, praise God. Lord, I thank God for the message which we have heard. I thank God today, it makes, it, it makes a big difference in our life, praise God. If we have to leave the chickens behind, the chickens, they're going to stay on the ground. We are going to mount up, hallelujah, praise God. From glory to glory, from strength to strength, Lord, I thank God for your word today, which has been given us, which has been received. I thank God for the preaching, the word of God. I thank God for the direction of the Holy Ghost, which leads us and guides us into all truth. Hallelujah, that we need to hear, that we need to receive for our benefit, for our children's benefit, our grandchildren for their benefit. Bless my brothers and sisters. Bless every person that is listening to me, Lord. I pray that they be blessed from this moment on. We refuse, amen, chickens and what comes with it. Praise God. Hallelujah. I thank God today we're going to mount up. We're going to run and we're going to keep running. We're going to run all the way to the end. Praise God. 
We're going to endure until the end, for the same shall be saved. And that endurance, we're not going to faint. We're going to walk. We're not going to be weary. We're going to run. We're not going to fall. We're not going to faint. We're not going to falter. I thank God today, praise God. We're going to run with patience. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank God for your direction. I thank God for your word, which we have received today. I thank God for the blessing which we have to be gathered together in this way. The saints, praise God. I thank God for bringing, amen, family together with us today. Praise God, keeping us safe and protected. Thank God for everyone listening online, Lord. The blessing, praise God. And perchance, if there is one person that said, Lord, he's praying for me. Be merciful unto me. If there's one person making that decision today, I thank God, amen, for the preaching of this word was not preached in vain. The opening of this Bible was not opened in vain, Lord, in Jesus' name. This is my prayer. It's all I ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. If I did pray for you, let me know. If you have questions, this book has all the answers. Praise God. And I thank God for everyone who joined with us for the past two hours. I'm not, it's probably two hours since this, we started our, our program. I thank you so much for your patience. That makes all the difference. But f- be patient with the Word of God and be patient with God. Wait. I mean, we have this promise, and I'll read it again. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength as the eagles. That's why if, if you miss the beginning of this teaching, well, it's going to go into its replay mode. That's why I was kind of talking not so good about chickens. Because chickens, they can't fly. Eagles, they can soar, they can fly. And I thank God that's the promise that you and I have. Praise God. Not to faint and not to be weary. Hallelujah. Just as God is, just as our God is, just as our Lord is, you know what? He wants the same for you and I. Praise God. God doesn't want anything different. Praise God. He sent his son for you. Praise God. Blood was shed for the washing of my sins. And I thank God today that that God is a generous God. Amen. To be found in his favor. Hallelujah. There's some verses I didn't quite get to. I'm looking forward to the next time I hold this microphone and preach. So praise God. Amen. Be with us um, next week. Hallelujah. My name is Lincoln. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time. I love you. Continue in the word of God. And you know what? Be blessed. Praise God. Doesn't matter. The youth, they're going to faint. They're not going to make it. You know, they're going to have a little bit of difficulty as we read here. Amen. In the, um, let me get the verse. The youth shall faint and be weary and the young men, they shall utterly fail. But, thank God for but, they that wait. Wait upon the Lord and be blessed. Until next time, I love you. You're listening to That's the Truth. Praise God. Wait upon the Lord and mount up. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's give God a good hand. Hallelujah. As wings, amen, of eagles, mount up. Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth.